1: so that which gets praised gets repeated you're listening to the hardwood hustle brought to you by pgc basketball
0: players thank you for tuning in you're listening to the hardwood hustle brought to you by our friends over at team snap pgc basketball and lead them up i am your host adam bradley alongside tj rosine today we're going to be talking about guess what you get the chance to coach too coaching is simply not just the coach's job players play a role in that and if you want your team and your teammates to be the best
1: that they can be you can help that process move forward yeah so players hey you know those of you that are in pursuit of being the absolute best team you can possibly be uh your coach needs help you know your coach needs somebody uh and, and you hear it all the time the point guard's an extension of the coach or the quarterback's an extension of the coach or whatever you know we need more coaches there's 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 never enough uh good coaches now there's plenty of bad coaches right and there's ways to do that too and we'll dive into that what's a good coach from a bad coach but if you want to help your team win uh help your coach coach i find it fascinating
0: i feel at the high school level specifically and a little bit in the college i feel like the nba does a little bit better we don't do a great job as players mentoring and coaching up our peers Okay? Mm-hmm. And I think it's a combination of, one, the player's not feeling comfortable doing it, and then also on the flip side... Uh, the players aren't open to receiving it, okay. So I mean, it's got to be a two-way street. Right. Okay, I can't coach you if you're not willing to let me, okay. And then, and I won't do it if I don't feel comfortable. You know, you look at the NBA. You see a guy. You know, I covered the Washington Wizards for three years, and during that time, Paul Pierce came in, and I'll never forget how Paul Pierce attacked Otto Porter. We had, at that time we had just drafted Otto Porter number three out of Georgetown University. Paul came in on a one-year deal and and he said right out of the beginning right out there in media day he said this young man Otto Porter has potential and he goes and I'm going to make it my mission all season long to try to bring it out of him all right and of course the coaches were coaching Otto obviously yeah. but all throughout the bus rides you know in between practices in between kind of all you know downtime during practices Paul was in Otto's ear you can even go on record and Paul jokes about Man, if it means I have to punch Otto in his face before every game to get him fired up, I want to do that because he's got the potential, right? He he understood if our team is going to get to where it needs to go, all of us need to be performing at a high, high, high level. And Paul recognized that he had an ability to affect that, and he didn't want to miss that opportunity, so he went after it. And a lot of times I'll ask these players, I'll say, hey, let me ask you a question. Does it benefit you if your teammate to the right Is performing at a high level and they say oh absolutely coach absolutely well if you have some ways to potentially help him why are you holding that back from him Hmm. why why are you not pouring into him if you know you could potentially offer some advice especially if you're older and he's a little younger and you've gone through some experiences players we play a role in the developmental process
1: it's not just the coach's job yeah absolutely and um here's Here's the next thing is how do you be a good coach? You know, how do you be an extension of your coach? Or, you know, I'll be honest with you, you know, players, if you're looking at it, sometimes how do you be the coach that your coach isn't, you know, because a lot of times you, you, your coach may be the bearer of all bad news and, and your coach doesn't have the, that assistant coach that balances out and, and they need that. And so how do you play that role? Well, I think, you know, the first most important thing is uh, it's never easy to coach peer-to-peer. You know, that's that's your friend. That's somebody that, you know, really well. So I'm just going to give you the first step to that. And, and, and we've said this before many times. But before you can coach them or before you can challenge them, they do have to know that you care about them and you have to be one of their biggest fans. It's always easy, um, you know, to pour into and to help a player become better and to challenge them after you've become one of their biggest fans. And what happens a lot of times is we begin challenging and calling them out and doing all that kind of stuff, and it turns players off. Um, And that's because you don't have the relationship necessary to be able to go ahead and do that.
0: And I'm glad you brought that up because it starts there. Mm -hmm. You've got to. You've got to show a genuine interest in in each other, right? And and once you do, it allows you that ability to approach them. Um, I also think there's another way that can kind of help in addition to getting to know them and and showing that you care about them is – allow them to coach you.
1: Hmm.
0: You know, give them permission, and and maybe you do that first. You know, maybe you go to that person and you say, hey, listen, as we're going through this year, man, as we're going through practice, if you see something that I could do to get better – Will you please let me know? Yeah. So at that point, you've kind of established the the foundation that hey, I'm willing to be coached. Like I'm humbling myself because I'm not perfect, and and I think there's things you may be able to help me do. And and what that's going to do is start creating this type of dialogue back and forth, and a um, openness that would eventually allow you to be able to coach that person up. But I feel like when you go and you say you can coach me man it lowers the guard yeah it really does it changes the whole dynamic and when it comes time to actually connect with that player and if you have something you want to share with that player i agree it's tough right tj like how do you do it how do you actually articulate it without making it look like you know it all or that you're completely uh critiquing them negatively here's what i found to be very helpful it's actually that exact phrase Hey, hey, can I share with you something Something that I found to be very helpful for me that doesn't say this is the right way, okay? And it doesn't also say that this is what you have to do. But, hey, I've, this is what I found to be very helpful for me. Listen, when you're coming around the corner, if you if you do this, man, someone once told it to me. It changed my whole game. Just wanted to share, Yeah. right? It doesn't say, no, you need to do this. This is what you have to do. I'm right, you know. It, it's a, it allows you to kind of slowly transition into that process of coaching up your teammates.
1: Yeah, and I, I think another way to coach up your teammates is to be uh, extremely humble and servant-oriented about it. You know, as you're looking to make your teammates better, um, you know, you know, uh, here here's an example. Let's just say you want to win games, and somebody's shooting the ball. They're shooting five threes a game, and they're making one. They're 20%, right? That's not good for the team. Nope. So how can i how can I handle this you know as a player let me let me let me just you know pour into you for a second and give you a couple of ideas one thing that you could do is say quit shooting the ball, or you're a horrible shooter okay what you're going to do is probably hurt a relationship. You're probably going to fracture some feelings within the team. And there's going to be some divide, even though it may be the truth of what you're telling them is they don't need to be shooting because they're shooting 20%. It's not going to make you a better team. And so the other one is to do what we just talked about is, you know, you know, let me give you some advice. Let me, let me tell you something that's worked for me. Another way is you know, to do what I said a minute ago is to just start being their biggest fan and then say, Hey, you know, now take some better shots. You know, say, Hey, listen, I believe in you, uh, um, you know, I think you're a great shooter. Keep you know in practice, they knock it down. But then before the game, you know, you say, "Hey, listen, let's take good ones tonight." We, you know, I, I've got to do I've got to do better on my shot selection. Let's all as a team do that. Or whatever. Another way to do it, if you're not comfortable doing that, that, kind of a leadership hack, is just ask them to get in the gym with you. You know, say, "Hey, you want to get up early tomorrow morning and shoot shoot 100 threes? I'll rebound for you. You rebound for me." And that invitation right there says, I care about you. And then when you get in the gym, you're likely to have another good conversation when you're in there shooting with each other and say, you know, how do you feel about the way that you're shooting the ball right now? And they're like, I feel horrible, you know, I'm 20%. And if your person really feels bad, but they're actually putting in the work, you can say, hey, listen, I believe in you. That's why we're getting this work in here, you know? And you start building their confidence and then you're going to make a better, better teammate. And, um, and if they're disillusioned, They're not really a good shooter, and they're jacking it a lot. You might say, hey, listen, I'm watching you shoot here, and I think over time you could become a really good shooter. I think right now... You're so good on the pull-up or you're so good attacking the rim. I mean, lead them to their strengths. Lead them, yeah. And and, and that's one way to do that. It's just kind of kind of. if you're not ready to go out there and have that real conversation, you can help them in other subtle ways. I
0: love that idea of bringing them into the gym with you, right? I mean, that, that's one that even carries out in everyday life. Even as you get older, I know for me personally, older, I'll say... And why don't we get together and have a little brainstorming session, right, if I'm trying to facilitate some thoughts or some action and activity. I I love that. And it's a very healthy way, and it doesn't feel very obtrusive, like you're threatening that other person. But players, I just want you to be reminded, and I know TJ does too, you have a role in this process, though. You know, it is is not up to the coach. It is not – I hear this from time to time. Players say, you know, it's none of my business. That's him. You know, like – and, it, and that couldn't be further from the truth, right? Like, you all are a team. And, um, and here's another one I, I hear. Well, he's never asked me for my advice. Fair. Okay. He may not have. But once again, you know, if you are interested in the team do, moving forward and your teammate being the best, then maybe you s- seek him out and you actually go and offer. You don't always necessarily wait, you know. Um, I just find it. It's one of the things for me that, that's one of the biggest frustrations in the high school level specifically yeah. with the players I work with because there's a lot of talented players, and when you get to that point where you want to be a really strong leader, strong leaders won't tolerate some of that behavior and, and some of those um, just athletic kind of decisions from some of their teammates. They, they demand better. They yeah. demand more and it requires you to kind of coach him up at times. You look at some of the best leaders in basketball or football. I think about Luke Keekley, linebacker for the Carolina Panthers, one of my favorite NFL players. If you play on the Panthers defense, you have no choice but to play at a really high level. Or
1: in your own backyard, Ray Lewis.
0: Or that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One right there in Baltimore. Him, yeah. But if you play on a Ray Lewis team, guess what? He's going to force you to play at a very high level. Yeah. He will coach you up. He, he you won't play alongside him at a low level Mm -hmm. he just won't allow it to happen
1: yeah yeah and i you know so players another just idea or thought for you is you know ask your coach too you know ask her her or him and say hey what can i do to to serve the team what can i do to be your assistant coach because coaches would love that and you know, and then and, and if if they're not willing or open to hearing you ask what you can do to help as well, and you know maybe diagnose some of the things you think you can do as an assistant coach and subtly bring that to the team because we as coaches we fail. You know we make a lot of mistakes we're not always capable of making the right decisions. But if there's there's a bunch of bunch of us out there pulling in the same direction, we're going to have a better team. So coach, you know don't be afraid to be a, um, you know a player coach. You know don't be afraid to to step out there and, and mentor and, and make your team better uh, with your coach leadership skills hey if your player if your teammates haven't been listening to the hardwood hustle player
0: episodes make sure you share this with them send it out on twitter send it out on facebook snap whatever you want to do we appreciate the support Uh, let's get better as a team through the hardwood hustle i am adam he is tj Till next time we're out